What's going on, guys? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. Got a kind of a cool concept here to talk about. Um, I actually learned this from my my own uh, business mentor and mindset coach. I guess you, I, I struggle to, I hesitate to say that because like the traditional form of mindset coaching is just not very effective. Um, so it's 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 different, <laughs> but it's the best way to describe it. Uh, so that everyone understands what I'm what I'm talking about. So there's this study that was done, and I've I've heard this before a few times, um, but I heard it again this last Tuesday. And what the study is is it is basically they took a group of people um, to practice uh, free throws, essentially basketball free throws. And essentially, what they do is they have three different test groups. There's one group where they have them shoot as many as they can in an hour and it's not an hour. It's like 10 minutes or something like that. And then, um, they add that up and they do that with all three test groups. And then the first group, what they do is they say, okay, I want you to do absolutely nothing for 30 days. And then we'll come back 30 days later and we'll try it again and see if the results change. Um, the second group, they said, okay, I want you to, for 30 days, visualize making the shot every day for at least 20 minutes a day, visualize this. Uh, and in 30 days, we'll come back and we'll try it again and see what happens. Um, the third group, they said, literally come in every day and practice for 10 to 20 minutes uh, for the next 30 days. And then we'll come back and we'll see the result. Um, the end result is interesting. The person that perf- the people that performed the best were the um, the people that came in and practiced every day, the people that did the worst were the ones that did not do anything for 30 days. Those two results, I would say are relatively obvious. The one that's interesting is the visualization people. So what do you think? Do you think they did like a little bit better than the people that did nothing? Or do you think they did almost as well as the people that practiced? Like what, what do you think? I'll give you a second. Think about that. What do you think happened? I think what what we'll find is we'll find a lot of the very faith-driven people will say that they they probably did really well, the visualization folks, and the people that are a little bit more on the skeptical side, you guys are going to say, ah, they probably did just a little bit better than the the folks that did nothing for 30 days. Um, The reality is they did about 90% of the result of the practicing people. So they it was like actually more than 90 It was like nine between 90 and 97. I think it was one of the two. I, I want to say it was 97%, but for safety's sake, in terms of my knowledge on this study, they basically did 90% of what the people that came in and practiced every day accomplished. That's pretty good for doing thinking exercise, <laughs> right? Now, this is where it gets interesting. And this is where my business mentors has has had a great coaching opportunity uh, by describing this. Um, Essentially, the question comes down to then, so that that study is used a lot in order to um, pitch the concept of, um, hey, let's visualize having a million dollars. Right. I'm sure you guys have, you may have heard of a concept called a vision board. It's essentially a board where you put up a bunch of pictures 
um, you know, a picture of the house that you're going to own, a picture of the the car you're going to own, a picture of what you look like, like in terms of your physical fitness, um, you know, all these different like images and pictures. And the idea is to look at it and to visualize living that lifestyle um, in order to have a similar result that we have with this, this basketball test. Um, but it's just not the same. It's not the same. Um, if I, if I could, I think, think of it like this, and I'm going to explain this different than my, my mentor explained it to me, because this is my brain translating. (laughs) It's just my brain doing its thing. Okay. So (laughs) I think of it like this, visualizing your lifestyle as a millionaire is not like the basketball folks visualizing a free throw. I think of it like this visualizing lifestyle as a millionaire would be more like a basketball team visualizing what it would be like to win the championship. Okay. They're visual. You're visualizing the result. You're not visualizing the behavior to get to that result. Do you see the difference? So in this basketball test, they were visualizing the literal behavior to get a better result. Um, So if we go, if you want to use the power of visualization in order to accomplish, help you accomplish your goal of becoming a millionaire, is there a more effective way to do it? And the answer to that is yes. You need to visualize the behaviors to become a millionaire. But there's another challenge. The other challenge is, you know, obviously some in this basketball test, they shot the free throws, then they visualized continuing to shoot the free throws. And then they shot the free throws better. Okay. As a millionaire, most people, when it comes to visualizing becoming a millionaire, most people have no idea what behaviors get them to that that place. Um, in addition to that, they have not experienced the behavior. See, the free throw people, they experienced shooting the free throw and then visualized. You would, to, to have a perfect equivalent here, you would have to experience living the behaviors, doing the behaviors required to become a millionaire and then visualize those behaviors as you go but number one, you haven't experienced those behaviors. And number two, you, you don't even know what the behaviors are in order to experience them. This is why you should study successful people. What are their behaviors? Um, I was just talking to, to Janelle <laughs> today, actually, the day I'm recording this. I was just talking to Janelle. She asked me for some book recommendations. And I recommended one that's a little bit different than the the typical book that I listen to, but it's one called own the day, own your life. Um, it's been many years since I've listened to it and I still apply a lot of the behavioral principles that are in that book. And so basically what it, the concept of the book is pretty simple. It's as the title states, if you are your, your best self every day, you hit a little reset button every day you wake up and you're like, okay, to be my best self, these are the behaviors and the habits that I need to have in order to be my best self. And you follow that routine, if you will, every day, 
every day adds up and you are your best self every day. And all of a sudden you own your life. So if you own the day, you own your life. This is the concept. Think of it kind of like compound interest, right? If you're, if you start a trading account at 500 bucks and your goal is to do 4%, you're only gaining $20 on day one, but day two, it's $20 and 80 cents. Day three, it's $21.50, right? And like it starts all of a sudden that same percentage accumulates and compounds over time. And before you know it, 4% is a big deal because your account balance is so much higher. It's that same. So own the day, own your life is a good one. They just, they, they go through some very specific examples of how best to own your day, thus owning your life. Um, <clears throat> okay. Sorry. Got a hiccup. Um, so studying what successful people do from a habitual standpoint is by far the fastest route to success. Now you can study, here's what most people do. Okay. Most people, let's say that they want to start a business. Um, and we'll get to trading as well as an example. Most people, they want to have a successful business. Uh, let's say that that was the case. They, they say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to study what these people did, these other successful business owners did to get to that point. What kind of marketing did they have? What kind of messaging did they have? What kind of audience were they serving? Uh, what kind of copywriting did they use? Uh, were their ads long or short? Did they use video ads or, or just text ads? Did they use memes? Um, how much humor was involved in their marketing campaign? What were their sales like? What is the offer stack like? Like is, is, is the offer irresistible? What makes it irresistible? And they go into all of these crazy technical details to try to analyze and back engineer the success of the business owner that they're modeling after. Is that necessarily, is that a bad thing? No, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. That's exactly what I've done. That's exactly what I did. I, I found the best of the best in their respective fields in order to study them. And I studied the bejeebies out of them, right? Like that's, that's exactly what I did for that part of it. Here's the challenge though. Everything that I just said, all of that, all of that marketing stuff and technical stuff and little intricate details in an offer and things like that. That's only 10% of the equation. And people spend 100% of their time focusing on 10% of the equation. 90% of it is what did that business owner do when they woke up in the morning? On a regular basis, obviously no one's perfect. No one follows the exact perfect routine every day. Oh, when they didn't follow their routine, how was the, what was their response to that? Did they beat the crap out of themselves and call themselves an idiot and tell themselves that that was a dumb thing to do to break the diet for the day? Or did they forgive themselves and say, up, oh, moving forward tomorrow? I'll never forget this, guys. There was a point in time in my life. I was paying a 10% tithe um, every all the time. I was very diligent in my 10% tithe. And then there was a point where things were really, really rough financially. And I, I made a decision to not pay my tithing. Um, and it was, it, it made me feel so guilty, like for a long time, for months, and in fact, months. And eventually I went and talked to um, the leader of this church. And I was like, Hey, you know, I have not been paying my tithing. And now I'm like, I'm behind on my tithing. And I have, you know, I owe like this much money for tithing. Uh, in order to stay on stay on track, 
And so I'm working on that. Like I'm, I'm going to start paying now, but I'm going to start back paying uh, some of that that I owe for not paying for these last few months. And the leader of the church said, no, no, no. You need to forgive yourself. I'm like, what? What do you mean? He goes, how about you just start being faithful to your tithe starting today, starting now? How about we just forgive the three months of struggle? And and I just remember the relief I felt. And that was such a lesson learned. And so like, if you mess up, if you make a mistake, it's the same principle. Hey, what happened, happened. Starting now, we're moving forward. Right? And so the same kind of thing applies to a lot of successful people. So anyway, so you want to look at their behaviors. What do they do in the morning? How do they treat their time, their health, their relationships, and their finances? What kind of habits do they have during the day? What kind of habits do they have as a wind down? What what kind of what kind of quote unquote time wasters do they use? Or rather, rejuvenation um, <laughs> rejuvenation techniques do they use? Whether that's Netflix or video games, right? Like these are these are just some of the things that you you can look at to see. What behaviors do they have? How do they lead? What's their leadership style? What's the environment with their team? What are some of the ways that they lead their team? How do they address problems with their team? How do they address underperformance with their team? These are things that I look at personally a lot, like probably too much to be honest. But the reason I do that is because those behaviors, those key behaviors, and I'm about to talk about a huge part of that behavior in a second. The key behaviors I've mentioned so far is probably another 10% of the equation. 80% is attributed to how they think. And oftentimes you can get to how they think based on the behaviors that they're doing. You can also get to how they think based on the words they use. So if you can identify how someone thinks based on their behaviors and their words, we can kind of create this little, call it a, a track, right? So the thoughts they think lead to the words they speak, which lead to the actions they take. Thoughts, words, actions. Okay. If you know that, if you now know that, you can backtrack to understand and actually be aware of the, your own thoughts in your own mind and how you think, because how you think is 80% of the equation of whether or not you get to the end result you're looking for. Once you understand and you can compare yourself to in your own habits, behaviors, um, and in your own thoughts and words, to one of these people that that you're looking up to and studying, it's really pretty simple. You just make adjustments. You start to mimic some of the things that they do. And then when you start to do that, you can start to realize what is working and what is not working. And then do more of the things that work and less of the things that don't. I mean, I'm I'm really oversimplifying this whole thing, but 80% of the equation, you guys, is what I'm talking about here is how people think. Once you know those things, now you start living some of these behaviors. Behavior has to come first. If we look at the free throw people, the beginning of the the experiment, they had to 
experience it first. The behavior of throwing a free throw was first. From there, they were able to recognize some things, be aware of some things, and now all of a sudden, they can visualize those same behaviors. So what I want you to do, if, you're, if, you're, if you have a goal, let's say, of becoming a millionaire, and let's say your goal is to do that. I, I just went through like a business example. Trading is no different. You find a successful trader. It can be me. It could be James Leone. You find a successful trader and you identify what kind of behaviors do they have? How do they think, especially in front of the markets, how they think dictates their success? I would say that's even like 99% when it comes to trading. It's how you think. It's very important. And then you start visualizing yourself thinking that way, perceiving things that way, behaving that way. And at the end of the day, you're going to have that extra oomph in addition to practicing. Here's an interesting thought. What if those free throw people, the people that practiced every day for 30 days, what if in addition to that practice, they also visualize the same day? Like, what if they, every day they woke up, they visualized the behavior, and then they did the behavior to practice every single day? I wonder what the end result would have been in that particular scenario, right? It probably would be 10 times better. So anyway, I hope this, I hope this is interesting. I, I found it very, very interesting. The other thing I want to mention that I, I also found really cool is oftentimes we're looking for a certain result, and when we don't hit that result, we beat ourselves up. I want you to really learn from my little tithing example story um, because at the end of the day, just because, this is a quote from my business mentor, just because you don't hit the desired result, does that mean you didn't get a result you desired? And I, I thought that was really impactful. So even if you have a, a lousy day trading, if you learned from it, if you got coaching because of it, and that coaching was able to help you improve tenfold on your trading, that's a desired result, isn't it? That's a result you desired. It might not be the, the initial plan, <laughs> but it is a good result. No such thing as failure, only feedback. So I hope this is helpful. Little quick little synopsis of what I've learned uh, this week that I re really, really enjoyed. I hope you guys have a great, wonderful weekend. I love you all. Talk to you later.